people spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to The JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. Uh, all right, so I'm not flying solo. We're uh, not with James today, but uh, bringing back a, an awesome guest that uh, if you guys listened to us a couple weeks ago, uh, Colin Young and I really dove into baseball and baseball life and what happens after the, when the game is done and all of that. And, and, uh, Colin, man, it is, I just love having you back on the show, dude. It was, uh, that was one of the funnest episodes that I've been a part of. And I got to tell you, one of the things that was great to, uh, that came out of that episode is all of the guys that we played ball with were just chiming in on like what you were talking about, what we were talking about and just where they're at in life. Yeah, well, thanks for having me back, Cal. I really appreciate it. Really enjoyed the last episode. That was that was fun to to, to go over all that and, and uh, really kind of hit on some finer points of uh, life after baseball and and how we uh, try to move on from it. But um, but yeah, it was the the coolest thing was seeing the response from our former teammates. That was yeah. really really neat to see, and a lot of them, you know, I, I got some texts that said, you know, thank you for that. Um, you guys were spot on with that. Um, just really some positive feedback on everything that we were talking about. So it's a common theme, you know, yeah. with, with guys, with guys like us that are, you know, former athletes, former competitors. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a common theme with a lot of those guys and just trying to find themselves uh, after the game of baseball is over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, you know, we didn't go into this last episode. So this is the episode that I really want to dive into this is, you know, when we reconnected, you know, one of the things that, um, I kind of hit you with pretty fast was, dude, tell me like, what was it like for you when baseball was done? Because this is what I felt, or this is what I've been going through for 13 years, you know, and, and everybody like, and we were starting to talk about, you know, the other, the other players and other guys that we had played with and the struggles and the challenges that they were facing. But, you know, one of the things that I think, unfortunately, is that we all feel like we're on an island, you know, when something like this happens, that's that um, tragic. And I, and I, and I say that word very loosely, not, I don't, I definitely know I'm not talking about like when, when a tragedy happens in life with like a death or anything, but I'm talking about like, you know, when we, when, when baseball was over, that was tragic for us we lost ourselves. We've talked about that before, but that was also, we felt like we were on an Island. We felt like nobody else was feeling the way that we felt. When I threw my last pitch, knowing that it was my last pitch and I walked off the field, uh, I was in Shreveport, Louisiana. And I remember sitting in the dugout, trying to convince myself that I'm going to be okay. I remember sitting there, telling myself it's been a good run. Yeah. I'm okay. This is going to be fine. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to move on. I'm going to be with my family on a regular basis. And I'm going to be a dad be a husband, father, and I'm going to go just kick ass. Yeah. And that's, that was the first thought that crossed my mind. About, about two weeks, about two weeks after that, there were some, 
doubt <laughs> that yeah. creeped in. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, I became very insecure with myself. And then all of a sudden I went into a panic mode mm-hmm. and I felt lost. I felt confused. I didn't know where to turn and, <laughs> uh, just became kind of a mess to be honest yeah. with you. And, uh, not going to lie about it. it. You know, more people need to hear the, the honesty of it because so many guys, former athletes go through that. Yeah. Um, the, I, 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 Say I went into a depression. I'll give you a good example. I started a job in oil and gas, and I was doing data entry uh, in an office in Sherman, Texas, small town, Texas. Uh, you know, doing <laughs> this data entry job at the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Now, just two weeks later, I, uh, earlier, I was on the field competing, throwing a baseball, striking guys out. I was with a team, and now I'm sitting at a desk there, staring at a screen all day. Yeah. Uh, I remember coming home after that, I'd probably, I was, I had done the job for about four or five days and I remember coming home and I walked in, uh, my wife was in the kitchen cooking dinner and I had a breakdown. I just, I broke down, started crying. I said, I can't do this. I can't do this. I go, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't do this. And, uh, that was like the lowest of lows, uh, moment when I was just, I just felt helpless. Yeah. Didn't know what to do. So. Yeah. Well, and once again, I mean, I think that, you know, first of all, it's, it's real brave of you to be able to talk about that because once again, so many of us, when we leave the game or the game leaves us, um, we're lost and we don't know how to tackle the next thing, right? We don't know what life's going to look like afterwards. And and as you know, you had great support. You had a, an amazing wife that loved you, that never thought anything less of you. And you had a family. And, and I think so many of us um, are fortunate to have that around us. And unfortunately, there are some men that leave the game and they have nothing around them. So that's a real big challenge too. But just because you have people around you that love you and love on you doesn't mean that it's making it any easier. If anything, there's a lot of guilt that we have. There's a lot of shame that we carry because we didn't accomplish it. And then we're also trying to figure out like, who the heck are we now? Like we've lost everything that we have created and how do I find that person again? And for you, your journey took a couple years. Um, you know, for me, my journey was 13 years, bro. I mean, even though, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, I mean, yeah. even though I still, I, I was able to still accomplish some things and I, you know, life had to move on. I still had a part of me that was still dead inside and I wasn't living to my full potential. And that was so, I think that was one of the things I just absolutely appreciated when you and I reconnected. It was like, we weren't commiserating. We were actually helping each other kind of build out of this going, you know what, man, I went through the same dang thing. You know, this is what it looked like for me. Yeah. And I think you hit on a good point right there. Uh, It was, I I think that one emotion is just uh, recognizing that we didn't, achieve the ultimate goal of being, uh, you know, a long time major league baseball player, yeah. you know, um, you, you do something for so long and, and it's, it's, there is that guilt and the shame of, I, I played all these years, but I didn't quite make it. And, and you know, that, that stings a little bit. Um, and it does, it takes some time to get over, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, it can, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'll ever be, fully over it because I look back on it and said, well, I could have made a lot of better decisions about certain things. 
Right. That would have changed my trajectory. Um, but that comes with living life and gaining knowledge and maturing. And, you know, so it's hard to go back and tell your 24 year old self, you know, what to do. You just can't do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, to your point, you know, it, it, it is a, it is a long process to climb out of that. Yeah. And, and to feel better about yourself that you are, that you are valid, <laughs> that you, you're not, you're not just an athlete. You're, you're so much more than that. And yeah. the record, the recognition of that can take a long time. Yeah. And you know, one thing that I think that's really interesting, um, just kind of talking about this is that even though we, we are specifically talking about our experience in baseball, you know, as we spoke about this, man, this is collegiate athletes. Yeah, this could even be, you know, this could people in the military, right? When you're used to a lifestyle and that lifestyle is no longer there and you have the yep. reality of now what world the world's going to look like to you, that's a big, big challenge. And, you know, I've had some great conversations. I got a really good buddy that's a, um, a former ranger and there's so much relatable issue right there. Or there's so many relatable issues in that, in the sense of what is the reality of my life look like now? you know, and it, and there's other professions as well, as well too. I mean, you think of all those that are in the Olympics, you know, when, once the Olympics is done, like what mm-hmm. does reality look like? You know? So I think there's so many people that go, uh, that go through these emotions and go through these trials and you and I have spoken about it. In fact, that's something that you and I are working on about how do we, how do we go from the ultimate high of what we knew that we felt like we were, this is our purpose. This is why we were born. This is why we were given talent to go, okay, well, that's not going to happen anymore, but how do I still live a life of fulfillment? And I know that you've been having conversations, you and I specifically have been having conversations about some programs. And, um, you know, one of the things that I challenged myself to do is I got to get this out, man. Like I got to have more conversations with people like yourself and, yep. and I got to get it on, uh, on paper too. So, um, you know, really happy just finished the book about it, but it's really that journey and what there's, there is a process. I'll tell you that, like there is hope you can, if you, if you've been in this pit, there is hope and there's a way to get out of it. And so I want to talk a little bit today about, you know, you got out of that pit and it did take a little bit of time. I was able to get out of that, that pit and it took me a long time. Right. But yep. that, you know, that just because my journey is different than your journey doesn't mean that, uh, that you either did it right or that I did it wrong or vice versa. It meant the fact that we had to go on our own personal journey and gosh, dang it, man, when you get out of that pit, life is amazing. <laughs> it really is. It really is. And, and, uh, you know, I think the, the singular thing, you know, other than baseball, you know, what do we want in life is, you know, we want to. Yeah. We want a wife. We want a family. We want children. We want to be, you know, the the supporting element of the family. We want to, you know, be providers. You know, just as, as men in general. You know, that's kind of just ingrained in us. And yeah. And uh, I, after a couple of years of you know feeling down about myself and whatnot, I I felt that, well, okay, the baseball thing's not happening, but I'm failing at being a dad. I'm failing at being a good husband. I'm failing at a lot of things right now. And I'm not, I'm not a failure. I don't, I don't fail. I keep grinding. I keep working. So now I have to tell myself, all right, I need to be the best husband, the best father that I can be. How do I do that? Yeah. Well, first I got to stop feeling sorry for myself, you know, and it took, it took a lot of therapy, um, to get through that and, and recognize that, uh, 
I had a great therapist I was seeing for a number of years. And uh, just to gain some self-worth back and understand that, make the new challenge, the new goal in life to be the best dad or husband that you can be because I was on a track to, to lose my family. Why would they want me around being, you know, this yeah. depressed individual, who, you know, who's basically, you know, non-existent and not doing the things a husband or father should do, you yeah. know? So yeah. I didn't want to lose, I didn't want to lose my family. That that was probably the driving force to really just kick myself in my own ass and get going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so what you're trying to tell me, uh, what I'm hearing from you is, is that you found more of that purpose, right? You found the reason of why you need to like change who you are. And that's the thing that we have to understand is like, there's gotta be a point in your mm -hmm. life where you said, you just got to get, come to that final point. And you said, listen, enough is enough. The person I am today is not the person mm -hmm. that I know that I can be. And this yeah. is why I need to change. And for you, your why was your family, which is awesome. And I think a lot of people, like when they discover why, right? You know, for, for me, literally it was a, it was a complete breakdown. I had, uh, I was on this, this retreat. It was a, it was a, mm -hmm. the most pivotal moment in my entire life, man. And I literally had the question with God and, and I was, you know, uh, I asked him for the, for the first time in, in, in 13 years, dude, I literally said, why did you take it away? And I was so scared of asking that question for 13 years. And, um, and he, and he what literally the, answered what me. What was the answer? Yeah. What was the answer? That yeah. So, so I say this, right. So I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm literally balling. I'm broken down. I got, you know, yep. two or three guys around me that are, uh, that are, that are kind of supporting me as I'm going through this. And literally with just absolute clarity, he's like, I never created you for baseball. I created you for so much more. And it was, that was it. That was the pivotal yeah. moment. And now I had a purpose, right? Now I knew that I wasn't a mistake. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people feel that way when something is taken from them, they feel like they are either a burden or that they're a mistake or that they're not loved or that they're not warranted for what they should be doing in life with success. And they've got to come to that point. And for you, once again, was that like, listen, you, you are loved and you do deserve a great life. And the reason why that you need to show up as a man is because you have people that depend on you. Right. 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 Yep. And, uh, you know, the thing is too, is that thing that we always did, the baseball, that was, that was our confidence. Yeah. That was, that's what we walked around every day with that held us up high, held our, held our chins up high. Yeah. You know, and I was confident in myself, mm -hmm. you know, and then that was gone. <laughs> my confidence is gone. Yeah. Uh, you know, cause then it becomes scary. Like life becomes scary because everything that I'm confident in and I've done and I've always done well, I'm not doing anymore and I can't do anymore. It's oh crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's an, it's an oh crap moment, yeah. you know? And, um, some guys, and the thing is, and I'm glad we talk about it this way because there's guys that don't ever get over it. Mm -hmm. There's guys that, there's guys that turn to alcohol and drugs because of it. Yeah. There's guys that, you know, there's guys that commit suicide because of it Yeah. because they've lost that purpose, that meaning, you know, and it's just luckily, you know, with, you know, with teammates like you guys, like you and the other guys that we had, you know, luckily we all stayed pretty close where, <clears throat> you know, you could reach out 
and, and talk to someone and, and, you know, whether it's like immediately after we retire or like you said, 13 years later, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, this has become for me, you know, this, our conversations have motivated me to do even more now, mm-hmm. you know, and, and bring out more competitiveness and drive and, and, and goal attainment. So, you know, I thank you for that. <laughs> I really do. You know, it's like, and I don't think if, if, you know, would we have reconnected this way if, if I didn't join the San Diego Padres, which was, which was a weird coincidence all in itself. And then yeah. all of a sudden I see you two times in Denver, yeah. you know? So right. it's like kind of the stars aligning kind of thing, you yeah. know, cause, uh, cause I know that you and I, we want to do great things and we want to help people, yep. you know, and that's, and that's very therapeutic for where we come from. Yeah. Well, I think that you and I both have this, the same burden. Um, there's a, there's a gentleman and I've referred to him on our podcast a couple of different times. Andy Stanley talks about like when the, mm-hmm. how you find your purpose is the burden that's on your heart with the skill that you've obtained and an opportunity that you see. And you and I have talked about, we have, we have a burden because we've personally been there and we're, we, we constantly are working ourselves out of it. And, you know, you and I are both living life on fire in the sense that we know our purpose. We, we are excited about the future. We're excited about what's going to happen. We are like, we are trying to be the best dads that we can possibly be trying to be the best husbands, possibly trying to be the best friends, trying to be the best, you know, uh, business people. But, um, when you know that it's a lot easier, like life is so much better when you know your purpose. Right. And I kind of want to talk a little bit more about that. And the reason why I think it's really important for people to hear this is because it's not like I'm talking to Colin, who is now a multimillionaire and life is amazing. And you've got your private jet and your 17 (laughs) houses and you know, you've got more money than you've ever, like if anything, (laughs) like you are still grinding it, man. You are, you are back at home right now. You're, uh, you're back working again and you still have a little bit of uncertainty, uh, since the last time we talked about what next year is going to look like, but that's not stopping who you are and the momentum that you're creating in life because dude, you're, you're on fire with what you know that you need to be doing in life. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, right now it's, uh, you know, the job with, with for baseball next year, it's still kind of up in the air. Yeah. Um, we did have a conversation last week with, with the Padres about potential opportunities in the front office. So that's, that's an opportunity, you know, yeah. is it set in stone? No, right. not yet. You know? So in the meantime, you know, I, I, I do my insurance gig and I have to be extremely focused on that and try to keep building that because of other things that might not come to fruition. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, I'm totally okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually enjoy that. I kind of like the fact that I don't know right now because it's making me hustle, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and I love the hustle. I love, I love the grind. I love trying to do new things. And, you know, if I have to find another uh, stream of income, then so be it. I'll go do it. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I don't like complacency. Yeah. Well, and I think that um, let's just kind of go yeah. on that a little bit, right? Because we talked about this. Like, so once you get out of that pit and you, you kind of, once again, find that purpose and find that confidence in yourself again, 
uh, you're always looking for that next challenge. Like you get excited about that, that challenge. You get excited about going to work again, because when we were like back in the day, when we were, when we were chasing the dream, it was work. Like, I know that we kind of fantasize about all the fun stuff, dude, that was the minor leagues. And there was a lot of crap that you had to put up with. And it was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And like, it's not like it is today by any means. I mean, I remember I literally was having a conversation with some people, uh, like two weeks ago about what the minor mm-hmm. leagues were like down in spring training. And you and I remember this, it was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or a ham, cha- a ham sandwich and a bowl of soup. That's what they gave us, right? right? (laughs) It's not, it's not the private chefs that they have now and all this other things. Like, cause they didn't have like the, we were, the reason why we're talking about this is there's a new movie out there called game changers. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. Um, and, uh, we were talking about health and like, why, like, Oh man, I imagine when you were playing ball, like you guys were completely, uh, totally into your health and what you're eating. We're like, Dude, we were eating McDonald's, oh, man. We were having, you know, we were drinking Bud Lights. We were, no, no, yeah. no. Like, that was not a priority at that time. Well, I wish it was, but uh, we were kind of going in that. So uh, right now it's so much fun when you and I are talking, it's t- we're, we're, we're always constantly like throwing stuff back at each other. Like, dude, what are you doing right now? Like, how are you pivoting yourself so that you're going to go out there and crush the next year, the next quarter in your life? And what does that look like? It's so much fun when you're able to get to that point in your life again. It is. It's fun. It's, it's amazing. Um, the one thing that when I meet new people or other, or people that I've known for a while, it doesn't matter who is, you know, I ask them, you know, what, what are they doing in their lives? Uh, is there anything I can help with? Yeah. When you ask someone that it, 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 it takes them back a little bit, right? Yep. Like, why well, would this guy ask me if I need help with anything? You know why? Because, because <laughs> I honestly, if that person's in my life, I honestly generally care about them. First of all, then secondly, helping people and giving back makes me feel better. Yeah. It really makes me feel better as a person, and it create also as a byproduct, it creates opportunity. Yeah. And with opportunity, you can find things to do and and be successful. Uh, I always said, you know when I was in the game, I had one rule when, as a, when I was a player is that I'm not going to burn any bridges ever. Even if a situation gets really, really difficult or I get screwed over or whatever it is, I'm never going to burn any bridges because I may one day have an opportunity to get back in the game. Yeah. And I don't want my name to be tainted that way. And that's awesome, dude. I mean, to have that foresight, and I will tell you that there's a lot of people that made mistakes. I, I wasn't a great teammate back then. And I, there was so many times where I look back and say, man, I could have been so much better. And I felt like I burned some bridges back then that I'm just like, God, what an idiot I was. But the only reason, I, I will say this, you know, if you're listening to this and, you know, if you had the foresight like Colin did, that's fantastic. If you didn't and you're kind of a jackass like I was when I was playing, like, it's okay though. Like, people can forgive and people can forget. And honestly, yep. it took some humility. I will tell you this. When, when I knew that uh, when we were kind of reconnecting, man, I had to really kind of go on on a limb to say, I don't know if Colin would really want to have breakfast, man. I don't know if he wants to have coffee or like that. And I just had to be like, you know what? I know that I'm just going to put it out there, man. If I, if he, if he, if he blows me off, he does that. If it happens, it's great. Right. And I think a yep. lot of us have to get over our insecurities and just 
make the call, just do the thing, just step up because there's so many great things that can come from it. And because of that call, because first of all, that I made the call, but because you said, absolutely, man, let's definitely have yeah. some coffee. It, yeah. Look, look what's happened because of that. And I can't well, stress uh, enough. The, the reason why is you, you might have thought that about yourself, that you were a jackass or whatnot. I never thought that of you. Uh-huh. Um, the, the thing is you helped me out back then in a time where I needed help. Yeah. And you know, we, we had the apartment together in Denver, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I, if I didn't have you out there, I would have been lost, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but I, and I always remembered that, you know, um, you helped me out in a situation where I was coming off a of surgery where I needed a place. I needed, you know, just someone that knows, knows the, uh, the territory knows how to get around. And, uh, I never forgot that, man. Yeah. You know, I really didn't. So, um, when you asked to go to breakfast, breakfast and, and whatnot, the only time you ever embarrassed me was, uh, it was on my 25th birthday when you got me up on that stage at the, pia- the piano bar. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we had some good times, John. I'm just going to say. It yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do. Re- I, I, in fact, now that you bring that up, I do remember that moment. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, good time. <laughs> oh, man. Well, dude, I kind of, so let's just kind of wrap this up, man. Um, you know, yeah. if you've been listening to this, you know, once again, I, we really started off like really there, like we're all faced with challenges and especially if you, uh, if, if you've listened to this, uh, maybe you've gone through something, maybe you've gone through something really hard, really tragic, and you just don't even know if you can find yourself again. And I think both what Colin and I are trying to say is that, listen, it's a process. It's going to take some time, but I will promise you there is hope. And, you know, one of the things I, I, I can't stress enough, Colin, and maybe you can kind of um, talk about this too, is that, you yep. know, the success doesn't have to be the success you thought it was back then. You know, before um, when before the failure, when we were chasing that dream, success was, Hey, listen, we're going to be playing big leagues for so many years. We're going to make millions of dollars. We're going to have a lifestyle unlike anybody else. We're going to have, you know, all of these things that we thought was success. Success now means completely something different. And that's honestly, it's not only good, it's great. And it's so much better. I'm so glad that I unfortunately had to go through that, but I'm so glad because I see truly what the important things in life are. And I absolutely yep. love where the direction of my life is going right now. I, I really agree with that. Um, there's so many good things that are going on or, or good things. If you just, you know, the old term, just stop and smell the roses, right? Right. If, if you actually do that and take account of your life, and just even draw it out on paper, right? What are all the things that I have that are amazing in my life? And then what are the the things that are holding me back? What are the things that are, you know, that I feel I'm not good at or whatnot? I swear if you make a list like that, your list of good things is going to double or triple the list of negative things. Yeah. And if that doesn't make you feel good and want to just keep going and build on that list, then need some help, you know, yeah. because there is light at the end of the tunnel, man. There really is, you know, and there's so many good things that we all have with our families and our jobs and our opportunities and, and just our friendships. And, you know, life is all about those, those opportunities and, and just, you know, managing those relationships in a way where you can help other people grow. And it, it, it does come back to you, man. It really does. And I just, 
people are lost and they don't feel like themselves or they don't feel like, you know, make take the first step and go help someone else. Yeah. I, that's, because I guarantee, I guarantee that feeling you're going to get a good feeling doing that. Yeah. And, and the more you do that, the more good feelings you get, they add up and all of a sudden you're feeling good, man. Yeah. And now you can take that step and go do stuff for yourself. Yeah. I, I think it's great, man. I, absolutely. I think the other thing too, is that you're not alone. Um, you know, make yep. the phone call, reach out and, yeah. and, and, you know, call somebody you trust. I mean, heck dude, uh, you know, you can instant message Colin or myself on this, right? I mean, you are not alone. And, uh, I think that's once again, if you, if you can get over this, uh, this lie that you're telling yourself that you're the only one going through this stuff, uh, that's when you can start coming to recovery. And then when you can start really, truly starting to climb your way out of wherever that pit is that you're at. So. Yep. Totally agree. All right, brother. Hey, man, this has been awesome. I love reconnecting with you, brother. This is great. And uh, we're going to do this again, dude. You know that. I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready when you are. All right, brother. We'll talk soon, man. All right. All right, Joe. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.